come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing how to share Christ according to God's word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We're back live at PNT Podcast Studio for another great week with another great lesson. We're going to talk about how to share Christ. Let's talk about the world and the biblical meaning of share. To allow someone to use or enjoy something that one possesses. We can find this also biblically in Luke 6:38, and it reads, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So basically, whatever you give, it will be given back to you. That is God's word. Okay, okay, I know what you're thinking with the opening of this lesson. You're thinking, what is it that I have to give that someone else wants? Great question. You're looking at it, (laughs) you're looking at this in a completely wrong way. God has placed some things in us, in you, that he has intended for us to share and not consume. I know that sounds strange. If you're consuming all that God has given you or blessed you with, that is just being downright selfish and self-serving. That is not a child of God. God places things in us to share. I want you to take a moment and think about Jesus and what he did for each and every one of us. He gave us the greatest gift of all, himself. By dying, he gave of himself that you and I could live a life that we could never live without him. Now, this scripture I read keeps it simple and easy. It starts with a word you won't find in a person's vocabulary under 18, which is give. Yeah, you guys under 18, y'all just take, 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 take. Followed very quickly with God the Father saying, I'll give it back to you. I want to pause there for a quick second. I want you to think about that. He says give, and in the very next sentence, he says he'll give it back. We should not be living our lives to indebt people to us by giving things to them to ensure they will owe us something in the future. So basically, you shouldn't give it to with an expectation to get something back. This is not how it works. This verse is telling us that we will be blessed by God in proportion to that which we have given or shared with others. Remember, God loves a cheerful giver. You have to read 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. Give because you love God for loving us and allowing His Son Jesus to die on the cross for us. That's why you should give. We can also find this in 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. You will find as you walk this walk called Christianity that God will be with you every step of the way. He won't leave you. All you have to do is be a willing and yielded vessel available for God to use. While God is an omnipresent being, meaning he is everywhere, looking for people young and old to deliver his timely message to a world fading fast due to hypocrisy and people claiming to be in the family of God only to use it for their own personal gain or agenda. 
While God is everywhere, he still needs us to deliver that message. He needs you to share the good news. Relax, relax. I know none of you, my young loyal listeners, are capable of such a menacing act by using God for your own personal gain and agenda. Let's keep our faith and love for for God on 100, though. I wonder if this old folks saying came from this scripture. You can get more bees with honey than vinegar. The point is when delivering the message of God, do it from a place of love. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break, where I think we all could take a deep breath and we needed a break just from the powerful words that came from the scripture. But we're going to talk about a practical roadmap to sharing Christ with others. It's time you guys graduated off milk to meat. Let me clarify. Sharing the gospel of truth requires a different level of maturity and growth. You guys are ready. Don't worry, you guys have been hanging tough all year with the PNT Podcast Show, where we talk about the Bible, so we have all the confidence, wait, 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 we have all the faith in God we need to know that the time has come to nudge you out of your comfort zone to a place where God can use you, yep, even you. You know here at the PNT Podcast Studio, we aren't going to leave you hanging, so let's go. We got you. Number one, know the gospel. Your journey in sharing the word of God begins at a place where the focus is on you. How's that? You first must be a student of the word yourself. 2 Timothy 2.15 I'm going to paraphrase. Present yourself as a student of the word to show God you are ready for the work, not being shamed or intimidated knowing how to handle the truth of Jesus. You have to be a student of the word yourself in order to share the word of God or to share Christ. Number two. Start a conversation. This should be easy for young people like yourself. You guys love to talk. We talked about one of your best friends as a Christian a few weeks back. Who? Do you really need to ask? My wife and I are flattered that you would consider us your best friends. Oh, wait. I got a feeling you wasn't going to say that. That's okay. God gave, through Jesus, the Holy Spirit to live in us as our best friend. Because of that, we can read Luke 12, 12. Again, paraphrase. The Holy Spirit is standing by always on the ready to give you the words to start this most excellent conversation with your peers when you need to. All you got to do is just trust the Holy Spirit. Let him lead God these conversations. Number three, share the gospel. We touched on the meaning of sharing early in the lesson's opening. I just love God's word, how it both confirms and supports itself. We find in Jeremiah 29, where it is much like us when it comes to God's word. Not wanting to share God's word because of the shame, humiliation, the taunting, the insults for being one of those Jesus lovers. Jeremiah never imagined the power of God's word, but he quickly found out. Jeremiah said God's word is like a fire in his heart, a fire shut up in his bones and can no longer be kept there. So he can no longer keep his peace, but he must share it. My young loyal listeners, I need you to get to a place where God's word is just like that. It's like a fire shut up in your bones and you have to share it. Number four, response to their response. So basically, how do you react to how they react to you sharing the word with them? This is probably the toughest, good, bad, or indifferent. The world is just as full of naysayers as they are lovers of God. That's that should empower you to commit to helping God change the minds of the God haters. This one could take us down a rabbit hole that would cause this episode to last at least an hour. But we're not going there. Simply put, accept it by not losing your faith. 
What I mean by that is this. No matter what their response is, doesn't, don't, don't let it allow you to change how you think about God. John 7, 5 through 7, paraphrase. Not even Jesus' own brothers acknowledged him as God, despite all he had done and was doing. But I love verse 7. Jesus said to them, they don't hate you, but it's him they hate because he told them the truth about their sinful ways. So basically, when they don't respond the way you think they should, when you share the word, they're not hating you. They're hating Jesus and God because it reveals the truth about themselves. And a lot of people don't want to see or hear the truth about themselves. Number five, trust God to do the rest. To fully understand this, you must first read 1 Corinthians 3 and 6. Here it is, paraphrased. One planet, one water, but God gave the increase. We have no choice but to trust God in this. Knowing our place in the kingdom makes the work of God so much easier. What place is that? It's being the seed sower. It's being the person that God can count on, beginning the discussion with our peers. It's being available to be used as a vessel to reach the young and the lost. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about our responsibility as a Christian. We read Matthew 28, 18 through 20, which reads, Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. I explained to them that as followers of Jesus, we are to go and make disciples, meaning he has given us the tools to teach others about who he is, which are reading and studying the Bible, praying, fasting, and listening. There were some, oh, not me, Miss Pam. I'm not that good. And then I heard, no, I can't do that. I'm not that bold. I'm too scared. But I explained that each one of us are gifted with our very own personality and that we do not have to stand in the pulpit to lead others to Christ. God uses our different personalities to reach others. Can you imagine if we were all the same? Boring. You have just what God needs to teach others and lead them to Christ. Your personality is a part of your witness. You wouldn't want someone mad and yelling at you to give your life to Christ, right? You wouldn't want someone talking down to you like you're nothing and telling you to get right or go to hell, right? No. If that was who God would use, I don't think there would be many followers today. I asked them if any of them had a testimony, and some shared their different experiences. And as they were finishing, I told them that every one of their testimonies that they shared, I heard them say something to the extent of God brought them through, or God saw them through, or that God was right there with them. I explained that their testimonies and their transparencies are what God will use to bring another to him for their salvation. As we read in Matthew, Jesus said that he will be with us to the end of the age. So know that whenever you share him, he's right there cheering you on. There is a saying that says, you might be the only Bible that someone will read. I love that because as long as we continue to walk and talk Christ, Others will be drawn to us, and we will use our testimonies to draw them closer to Christ. Never be afraid to share Christ, and never, ever be afraid to share your testimonies, because your testimony is what God may use to bring someone else closer to him. Be the disciple that God is calling you to be. In summary, the importance of knowing how to share Christ, 
This last scripture I will read will sum up this lesson on sharing Christ very nicely. So I will let the scripture close this very power-packed lesson out. 1 Timothy 4, verses 10 through 12. That is why we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian education ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennett's. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.